0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Here's another Friday night edition of the Pajama Party. I want to who's Papa in Mio Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Woo! Right. Happy Friday. All right. How's everybody? It's everything okay. cool. Hmm. Everything's everything, Happy. as they say. Yeah, everything is everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is on the one. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How about this 80-degree weather? I'm loving it. Yeah, that was a good day. It was windy as heck, but I'm I'm like, how is it windy and hot all the same time? Like warming, (laughs) climate change, all of that. Okay, all right. And satellites up there. That's the residual from all those tornadoes that hit the south. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. All right. right. Mm -hmm. Well, shall we dive in? Yeah, might as well. That's why we're yeah, here. Yeah, jump on in. The water yes. is fine. A big splash. Water was is warm, huh? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Our hot topics tonight: New York appeals court upholds firing of officer in Eric Garner's death. Also, U.S. city to become first to pay uh, reparations to Black residents. Interesting. And NYPD adding undercover patrols to combat. Anti-Asian Attacks.
3: Hmm.
2: Our hidden and quitted headlines, uh, Attila's gym in New Jersey offering free membership to customers who refuse COVID-19 vaccines. Hmm. Also, Kim Cheney sworn in as Boston's first black woman mayor. And uh, Georgia Democratic lawmaker arrested while trying to watch Governor sign voting bills. Hmm. Cocktail of the week, the alley-oop. What's poppin' with Papa Didi, um, our weird news. You know, we have to lighten it up a little bit. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, investigating claim of shrimp tails in cereal. Wow. Also, Trump Wax figure moved to Texas because of punching. And Bates Bottle Craze sweeps Gulf Arab states, sparks backlash. Okay. I'm just saying with Red Wine, Jim Crow is at it again. Living for the City with Papa Dee my Hollywood wrap-up tonight, The Kiss It List, and The Last Word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topics. This is Beyonce. No! Yes. It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here, on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet
4: you back at the show.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party. when it was Papa D I'm here with kettle Hello. and red
2: wine. I'm squad, darling. All right, we're ready for the first hot topic.
1: Yeah, the first hot topic is um, New York Appeals Court upholds uh, the New York uh, Police Department firing of uh, Daniel uh, Pantello for his role in Eric Gardner death. As you can recall, Eric Gardner was. Uh, Strangled to death, basically, I guess you can call it that, up there in um, Staten Island, New York, back in 2014. But um, as it goes, the state appeals court on Thursday, which is yesterday, upheld the New York Police Department's decision to fire an officer, fire the officer for the 2014 chokehold that killed Eric Gardner. The five-judge panel of the uh, state Supreme Court. Appeals Division ruled that uh, there was substantial evidence showing that uh, Daniel Pantaglio acted reckless and that uh, firing him was an appropriate outcome. So Pantaglio went to court that day seeking that he was going to be reinstated, you know. He had the white privilege flying in the air. But um, after the commission did their final word, they uh, upheld it and uh so he's going to lose stand stand fired from the uh, New York Police Department, which, but he wasn't convicted of any charges as far as uh, Air Gardner's death. So, you know, it's like, a, you know, not even a situation that's really undone, you know, as far as we're concerned. But uh, the appeals panel rejected the writings that was. Uh, uh, circumstantial evidence to support the conclusion that uh, his reference caused the injury. You know, he had lawyers and everybody speak on his behalf, although they said he uh, prohibitively held the chokehold for nine to ten seconds, and the circumstances uh, no longer persisted where it was any way for Mr. Gardner to catch his breath and uh, be resuscitated. So the whole situation hit a head. Big time on that. So the head of the the city police watchdog agency, the Civilian Complaint Review Board, commended the appeals board for upholding his firing. The officer uh, should never be able to patrol New York City streets again, not to say he can go to another city and be a police officer. And now New Yorkers can rest assured that he won't, said the CCRB chairman, his name is Fred, Fred Davies, all right. Uh, at the time, Battaglia uh, was stripped of his gun and put on death duty after Gardner's July 2014 death But continue to draw his salary.
2: Mm. So he's been getting paid since yeah. 2014 when this happened.
1: With his pay, $120,000 oh in goodness. 2017.
2: That City money should have started. gone to Eric Gardner's family.
1: He was making $120,000. Now, what cop makes $120,000? He was a chief or something? No, I don't know. Well, I don't know.
2: What he, title them, he He was one of them
1: special agent undercover, you know.
2: Now, how in the world is he still getting paid? Well, I'm glad he's been well, he fired, but that's crazy.
1: Yeah, he said that he continued to draw a salary with his pay peaking at more than $120,000 in 2017.
0: Oh, no, they might be him three, This is three years after this happened. This man
1: was sitting home just making money. Now, the grand jury
2: declined.
1: On the flip side of things, the grand jury declined to bring criminal charges against uh, Batalia, and New York City held off on uh, stating its uh, internal discipline process for several years, with officials saying that they do not want to interfere with the federal civil rights investigation that uh, immediately uh, yields no charges so so in the long run this guy got away with murder
2: yeah, pretty basically. much
1: and um he's putting on the front like he's trying to get get his job back when he's been making money without working
2: mm-hmm. for years so yeah, why would you want your so-called job back if you're getting paid to do nothing yeah
1: now finally he's off the payroll and lost a job and and logic complaints about that so what are you going to do
3: Mm-hmm. They have
1: no feelings. They have no remorse. It's no big deal. It's just another day, another day of life for him. So hell with him. He can well, go Palestine.
2: I wondered. Does um, the article mention any about the other um, cops that were? Um, no, it doesn't.
1: Mm-hmm. Just focus on him.
2: Mm-hmm. So he's been fired. Yeah, that cuts off his his salary now. hmm But he might get a pension. They might get retirement. Maybe. I don't four know. I don't know. But if you fired, do you still get that? Man, I thought if you're one fired, so. he he probably can pull that four hundred one investment because once you leave a job, you can get that four hundred one four hundred one. Yeah, but okay. I don't know about pension. Mm. I don't. I don't know. You know all those cops and their unions? They work. shit, they work things out for them? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. you will probably working sure. in, he'll be working
1: somewhere down. He'll be working somewhere in Utah or sure something like
2: that. And see, that's the problem. If, if these people, these police officers, do something heinous and illegal, like murdering somebody, how do you get away with just going to another jurisdiction? I know. That's the sad part because they work and, and co hoose with each other. And because there's no network or anything that flags you, Everywhere you go, like he can move cross country. Right, but it's, it's it's a network. It's a it's a camaraderie type network. Yeah, man. You know, uh, you know, might say I I I I need you know a job. He might know somebody, know somebody, know somebody. Yeah. Get in. That's but I'm saying there's no database that flags these people. Right. To say oh he murdered somebody and it was all you know or at least he was on the investigation yada yada, you yeah. know something. You know, that's your own opinion if you think that he murdered him, but, I mean. Oh, but he did. That's a fact. Yeah, everybody that was out there protesting and everything like that believed that. But I'm just saying, you may not think he did. Eric Gardner was he just did. selling single cigarettes just outside ahead. of a gas station where the proprietor of the gas station had no problem with him selling those single cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was violating anything. Right. Uh, as far as the person who owned that business at that gas station. Right. But, see, my thing is you would think because it was somebody either inside the gas station or the owner they called, why not go and ask, look, hey, um, this guy's out here in front of your, um, you know, establishment, what's up, either ask questions or tell them they need to move along or something. You didn't have to go through to the extreme. They just went to the extreme. Well, I don't think it was the owner. Because the owner had no problem with it, I believe if I recall correctly, and I mean this goes back to 2014. But do you, do either of you recall? Wasn't it a customer I or somebody? So. It was a. I think it was a customer who made the call.
3: Had there was Bobby, some
2: issue or concern Bobby, or something? Some person that comes in on a regular basis and could have been tired of him standing out there. Um, Good, man. Sometimes people are Yeah I don't think it would be the, the owner had but given him permission to be out there right. He mm-hmm. wasn't just out there You know be, Going rogue mm. Like I'm going to just do my own business Outside of your business But right. well, then I think too sometimes These um, Courts and these uh, Juries and stuff um, I think they ain't cahoots With these daggone cops You know mm. Like, oh, just slap him on the wrist, um, you know, that shit just, that's just pisses me off. I don't understand why you can't... Well, explain. it goes back to the jury selection. When when the lawyers go through that whole process right. to pick who's going to be on that jury, they're looking for people who are more sensitive and, um, what's the word, have an affinity toward the police. hmm who feel like Eric Gardner shouldn't have been out there, he was doing something illegal, he got what he deserved. Anybody who has that frame of mind, that's Mm -hmm. who the prosecutor is going to select for that jury. Mm -hmm. Anybody who says, well, he didn't have to die for it, that was unjust, they're not going to choose that person. Mm -hmm. So once you set up that jury who's basically going to side with the police Mm-hmm. You can't control the outcome at that point. Right, but see, my thing is, once a medical examiner says, okay, it's a quote-unquote homicide, mm-hmm. who is going to pay for, you know, this man dying? What do you think, Bob? I mean, come on now. It's just black and white. The medical examiner saying he died because of the chokehold. Yeah, the man had asthma, but that triggered his asthma. And because of that chokehold, if he was never chokehold, this would have never happened. So who pays for that? That's the problem. Nobody. See, once the, the cops problem. are exonerated, because if, if they determine, the jury, if the jury determines that the police were just doing their job or that they were in fear of their own lives, you know, that's their back That's their back story. I was in of fear I'm of my of life. You know, I'm like, you've been trained for this.
3: I'm if down.
2: you're that scared, stay home.
3: Right.
2: But. That yeah. isn't that what they usually say? I was in fear of my life. I was just doing my job. He was breaking the law. You know, they come up with all of this bull. Let oh, me break it down. Come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. Let, let me say this here. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the main thing is that um, the lack of concern. Period. Mm-hmm. For the black man It's just just out there period they don't, they don't care You know The one thing you have to worry about in life When it comes to white folks Is what image you're projecting to them You'd be surprised how they see you mm-hmm. You know They see you just as much as they see You ever be on the corner And somebody's panhandling That's homeless
3: mm-hmm.
1: That's got I mean homeless for real Raggedy, raggedy clothes, mm-hmm. shoes mm-hmm. The whole nine ain't bathed in four or five days that's the same imagery that goes through people's minds when they see somebody out there hustling. But then they get to the suburbs, and their daughter's out there in front of the door, and she's selling damn lemonade. Mm. So what's the difference in your white-ass daughter in the suburbs selling lemonade in front of the house? She's hustling at nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? Well, but we're supposed to see her as a, a lily white girl in the suburbs, buy a glass of lemonade.
2: But just the way they look, you just you just made that known, just
1: the way that person looked. I mean, it's
2: intimidated just, by that.
1: You know, your lack of exposure to people or your lack of exposure, and this is Staten Island, too. Yeah, yeah. So you have to break down every situation from the area that it happens in. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to break down the Baton Rouge situation. Uh, you have to break down the, um, the, the Anthony, the the gentleman named Brown that happened over there in? Um,
2: Michael Brown?
1: Michael Brown over in? uh Ferguson. Ferguson. You've got to break down the area, the time frame, the situation, the circumstance. All that comes into play. And the actual cop that did it, look at their background. Look at their lily-white disposition. These people had no, and Michael Brown was a pretty big dude to be a young boy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And when he get an evil look on his face, the cop says, all I got is this gun on my hip. That's all I got. Other than that, this man would literally whoop my ass. This is what the cop is thinking. And Michael Brown is probably trying to respect the whole police thing, but the cop is already at phase three mentally, you know? Black eye. I'm afraid. I ain't used to this. Let me protect myself. You know what I mean? And next, you know, the bullet comes out the chamber, and it's the end of the story. You know, and, and, and later on in my segment of uh, uh, what's popping, I'm, I'm going to get deep with that whole thing with killing unarmed black men and the way some of these people that are going in and killing massive people are getting arrested at the end of a shooting. And I don't understand that because it's happened already three, four times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, you kill 10, 12 people, and you're walking out of the joint in handcuffs. I don't understand that. As opposed and to a gonna, body bag. A body bag, exactly. And it's 10 people lying in blood around you. But we're gonna. I'm going to get deep with that later because
2: uh-huh.
1: none of it makes any sense. So anyway... Yeah, I just want to put my two cents in on
2: that one. Okay. Well, I'm just going to chime in just looking at the demographics. I mean, what you're saying, 757 is white um, in Staten Island. 10% is black. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, uh, wow. Yeah, black folks uh, are a real uh, minority uh, in Island. Uh, Let me yeah. tell you
1: something. Let me tell you something.
2: You, you, you're not supposed to be in front of our establishment. Let me so tell you something.
1: When I, worked, uh, when I worked in New York years ago, wow. Yeah, so. <sighs> I had some co-workers from Staten Island. Not only were they bumbling idiots, okay, these were Italians, you know, no disrespect to the whole Italian species, but uh, these guys were idiots. They They were damn it idiots. And if you have a confident black man in the midst of them, Mm. You know they're they're threatened. Yeah. Like, well, who you think yeah. you are? Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, I I, I don't you have, think you think
2: like you're better than yeah, me. Exactly.
1: And yeah. all I'm doing yeah. is talking. I'm talking right. about ladies. I'm talking about dating. I'm talking right. about you know what I mean. Right. I'm talking about shit they never even experienced. And I'm supposed I'm supposed to be the poor one, and okay. they supposed to be the ones from the suburbs and all that. And they ain't done half the crap I did. I, I
3: guess. That anyway,
1: is, yeah, that, is, and that sparks yeah. them up. Oh, who do you think he is? The way you dress. Right. The way you present yourself, True. you know, the way the True. ladies in the room come to you, and they, oh, they, well, they got. wanted
2: you to take it down a few levels. Yeah, take it yes, down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, whatever you say, sir. Girl, if I was, a, boss.
1: If I was a slave, i had been a dead slave.
2: Ooh. Anyway, I think we all would have been.
1: Let's let's move, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> all
2: right.
1: Let's move What's on.
2: You, what you got over here, Ryan? Let's talk about reparations. While we're talking about power to the people. That was a good segue. Yes, <laughs> Chicago, up in Evanston. Illinois, uh, which is a suburb of Chicago, they are about to become the first United States city to make reparation money available to black folks. Really? Yes, they about to do the daggone thing. That's really Part of a growing movement that has picked up a speed in the wake of police killings of black Americans, including George Floyd. Um, they the <laughs> It, it, this is really interesting to me. I, I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. But um, the decision by Evanston officials could also lay the groundwork for other muni- mun- 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 I can't even Any say the word municipalities okay. and states considering reparations. So what they went on to say is that it doesn't mean every city is going to do it like Evanston has done, but they are like creating a blueprint for it. And this was a quote from Ron Daniels, who oversees the National African American Reparations Commission. Now, the Evanston City Council voted 8 to 1. So there was one person Mm -hmm. who did not vote for it. Mm -hmm. But they voted 8 to 1 on Monday of this week to start with an expenditure of $400,000 to give 16 eligible black household twenty five thousand dollars but they said it needs to be spent on home repairs or down payments on property. They're going to tell me I yeah, they're gonna give you the money but they're gonna tell you how to use it. Now they said it's it's being funded by a new tax on legalized marijuana. So they're like, all right, we legalized marijuana. Now this is what we're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, 16 eligible black households going to get 25 k but you got to either use it on home repair or a down payment on buying property. Does it say how they're going to keep up with that? I don't know if they got all the details quite laid out, mm-hmm. but the council had previously committed $10 million over 10 years, to, um, toward repairing the ongoing harm that systemic racism has caused Evanston's black residents. So they're saying that this is just the first step. Mm-hmm. Now, going into, like you were saying, Kettle, the percentages, only about 16% of Evanston residents are black. I know. I'm looking it up. So it's not like they have a large black population in Evanston. Well, they say trying to trying to do something. They they, yeah, they, 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 they try. Maybe the catalyst. Maybe every, you know some other people will join in. You know. But
1: they're paying. They they giving them restitution with drug money.
2: Yeah, basically. So I mean, when <laughs> you boil it all down, um, that's what they're doing.
1: But I think wouldn't you think that the restitution money should go to the most senior people? The ones that don't the, the ones who actually
2: maybe suffer from suffered. the result of systemic racism. Well, it, well, maybe, originally. Maybe it's going to the family. I mean, well, if it's going to the family. You, you know what,
1: nowadays? Well,
2: they said 16 black households.
1: Nowadays, the black family is so
2: they, muffed
1: up. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not even going to get political with it. But I'm just saying that by the time the family trickles down to that part of the family that has that them, that them been cracked out and lost their mind. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Now that's why they got to tell them how to spend it. You've Got to spend on home repairs, and if not, they be going to Best Buy's.
2: Well, you they know, were it. saying that they were targeting home ownership and repairs because of the ongoing mortgage discrimination in Evanston, okay. And okay. because of the that's way Black right. people had been shut out of home ownership. Yes, yeah, you but, know, given um, what do you call them predatory mortgage loans and all that kind of stuff. You know, the way people, black people have been set up for failure with some of these banks with regards to home ownership. They've been given loans like three, two, one buy-downs and interest-only, stuff that you're set up where they know it's like, okay, this will work for now. But in three to five years when this whole thing expires, and the real bill comes up, you're not going to be able to afford it, so then you're going to have that for sale sign out in front of your house, and you're getting out of there. And the bank is going to take it over, so it's only like a temporary situation. So they're looking at the ongoing discrimination on mortgages and stuff, trying to see if they can help to correct that. So that's why they're targeting home ownership and repairs.
1: What well, all the things you said on all these differentials and all these gotta do this, gotta do that, well, why did all why is it all boiling down to that? On top of being drug money. Let me let me put that yeah. out there again. But no, but let me let me say this here on a serious note. You know, sometimes something is too little too late for one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes you're trying to satisfy something that's already been damaged. So what are you gonna to do to clean that up? I mean that's not even a – I mean, once a pothole destroys the whole chassis of the front of your car, I mean, what is it – the city brought you a new rim and a new tire? Oh, all, all we could pay for is a tire. But but the pothole destroyed my whole front end
2: mm. chassis. I see what you're saying. You know,
1: almost made me have to get a brand new car because my A-frame was bent. You know, I'm I'm speaking, you know –
2: yeah, it's like if you're gonna fix thirty five percent, but you really can't you're not fix. fixing the rest of if it. If you're not talking to the like whole, you damaged all of it. Let me just
1: say this so. here, and I'm gonna leave this alone. If you're not talking to the whole black world, then why are you talking to a pocket somewhere? What the hell is that? What is that doing? Who are you pleasing? In my opinion, some you know blacks, some what I mean? Blacks. Yeah, well, well, all blacks, blacks at, like, come in all kinds of shades. they are
2: dealing with in that one city. Yeah, they're but they're not saying well, that this you is, you know what. For how Right, well, should
1: be right. Done. but if you're going to help them, just help them. Don't hang the damn word reparation on top of it. Just help them.
2: Well, there is a group of people that are fighting, not, and I won't say fighting, but that are against it, that feel like, number one, how are you going to call it reparation? That, right. And don't then, worry, don't and then tell us how to use the money. Exactly. It's well, like, not, not if you don't call it reparations, then just give us the money and let us do what we want to do.
1: Why would you even call it reparations? will not you just say it's a, a, a whatever, FEMA, something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, even, don't, don't even go there because well. you're going to open up a can of worms and, and blacks should stop thinking that COVID, they doing that, that they like us. What, you going to put a, a, a badge of honor on their ass and they been already sold you down the river
2: for 20 years?
1: Come on. I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe I'm just looking at the big picture.
2: I, I, a few, no, I a mean, few dollars I ain't going to make me happy. I agree. And like I said, there is a group that's called Evanston Rejects Racist Reparations that yeah. are saying that we're concerned about being told, first of all, how to use it. Yeah, I'll be the president of that club. And how really all of be. this came to be without, like, really running it by yeah, because various they people. But let me just say in summation, around the U.S., there are other cities that are looking at reparations. Including Asheville, North Carolina, Amherst, Massachusetts, Burlington, Vermont, Chicago, Providence, Rhode Island um all of those cities have started reparation efforts, but none of them have actually allocated any money. but
1: have all these yes. cities recently been approved for illegal marijuana I mean because yeah, when you I get done know. when you get done spending that new weed money. On these black folks, and they're satisfied and they're slap happy. Now, there's still plenty of weed money coming in. Now you ain't got to get them black folks no more because you done shut them up. Now the weed money is still rolling. I mean, look at Colorado, man. They only have a tax problem no more. They to pay for everything.
3: Well,
1: you know. So I mean, we we gotta move on. So okay. We're not gonna elaborate on that too tough. We got okay. Yeah,
2: it. Okay. Can yeah. I, can I go to the phone before you go? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do that. We're going to go to the phone lines, pick up a caller, and then we'll come back to Papa Didi. Hello, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your call. Hi,
0: hey,
5: Sam. Hey, how, how you?
2: you?
5: Okay. Hi. So I'm, listening, I'm listening to the conversation about the reparation in regards to them allocating money and then indicating how you should spend it in regards to home ownership. And what takes place, we all have homes and we all know how that works. So the thing is that, okay, they're going to tell you that you have to spend it on home repairs or buy a home. Then you have to think about what's going on in the urban areas in all these cities. Now all the cities where it's populated with black folks or minorities or a diverse group of people, you know, many of those people that's been been living in those areas or had homes before um, may have lost their homes through gentrification because they're um, uh, marking up the um, property taxes and stuff like that. So that money trickles back down to the people who've given it back to them. So you've got to think about all those things. Yeah, how dare them say where you have to spend it at? But it's all a game. That's what it is. We give them the money. We know that, you know, $25,000 ain't jacked. You know, and then you got to, uh, the makeup of the family, you know, those who are left from from slavery. You know, like um, the Papa Didi said, some of us are jacked up, and what are they going to do with that money? They get $25,000, I go, to hell, I ain't buying no home. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a splurge. I'm a shop or whatever. So they know what they're doing from the very beginning. It's like give them the hush of money, shut them up, and let them go about their business. Because it doesn't really help them any. If anything, give me a goddamn million dollars. <laughs> there you go. And they're not gonna no, but that's a buyer. that's
2: a valid point because this this could be a way of saying, okay, we gave you some money and be, and said, why don't you go invest it in some property? And if you chose not to do that, then don't come back belly aching about how. White people own everything and black people don't own that much because you had an opportunity. But the reality is like you said, you can't buy a house with twenty five K. Even if you mm-hmm. put that down as a deposit, if you still can't afford to pay the mortgage, the the, right. the principal, the interest, the tax, the insurance, then what good is a down payment?
5: Right, exactly. 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 Yep.
2: And like I said,
5: in these areas now, especially in the black areas or the minority areas, the diverse areas, there's a lot of gentrification going on. So the whole makeup of the the culture and the way people live are changing because what they're bringing in are these high-end stores, supermarkets that black folks can't even afford to shop at. A loaf of bread costs $5. So... You know they're not gonna be able to that twenty five thousand dollars is not gonna do anything really it's like a drop in the bucket you know once mm-hmm. you spend once you spend a hundred dollars shit <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just not it's yeah. not worth it twenty five thousand dollars is not worth it. the pain and suffering that we went have gone through throughout the years you know, so I don't know you know, yeah,
2: yeah. that's a good. A good point. Is is the pain and suffering of our ancestors valued at twenty five thousand?
5: Mm. That ain't that ain't you nothing. Know. Yeah, yeah. So
2: exactly that that pain has trickled down through generations. So is yeah. that really market value
0: of pain yeah. and
2: suffering, yeah. anguish,
0: yeah.
2: the treatment, yeah. asperity, all of that? Is that really mm-hmm. market value?
5: Exactly.
2: I mean, I applaud their efforts to try to do something, but it does make you kind of wonder, like, uh, was that really the right thing to do?
5: Yeah. I mean, just give the $25,000 without stipulation. You know, you have yeah. to use it for good. Well, now you're telling me how to, how to, excuse my French, how to wipe my ass. There <laughs> it is. basically. <laughs> Yeah,
3: I, I, I'm with yeah. you on
2: that. <laughs> if you're a lefty, then don't tell me I gotta use my right hand.
5: Right, <laughs>
2: exactly. I'm just saying.
5: You yeah, you defeat the purpose. That sounds so oxymoronic. Take your twenty-five thousand and kiss my behind. <laughs>
2: okay, I got you. All right, all right, Colin. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you right on it All right, let's see We're going to go back to the line Let's see I'm going to pick up another caller And then we're going to come back to you afterward, Papa Didi Caller, welcome to the show Go right ahead with your comments Hey, I just wanted to say That I definitely agree with the gentleman uh, before me And give me one second,
0: please And
2: um, I just wanted to piggyback and say That there's so much more That they have to pay us back for Especially psychologically
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, that has been uh, 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 programmed in us over generations
2: and generations
0: and generations
2: and generations. How are you going to put
0: back together the black family with $25,000? How? -hmm. I know
2: that's right. You better say so, Carla. Mm -hmm. How? That is very valid. I'm so sorry, but that's a new pair of shoes. That's a new Mm -hmm. pair of shoes compared to what I need. For, for my son and his family and their family, you know what I'm saying? It's, this is a generational thing, and they need to be paying four generations, not just $25,000 for one year of somebody's life. Mm-hmm. That's Hello. all I to say. Yes.
0: That's it. Okay. Like you that. nailed
2: it. You're right about that psychological. We didn't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. But then to okay. try to Help tell us, fix how house or mm-hmm. invest in some property. Like I said, if you can't afford the mortgage, what good is having money for the down payment? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going
4: lose the house anyway, and
0: they'll end up right back with it.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's like letting us hold on to it for a minute, and then they're like, all right, we're going to give you a little bit of time, and then when you screw up, we'll swoop down and take it back, kick you out, and you'll be right back where you started. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point.
2: All right, caller. Y'all are on it tonight. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right. Appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Love with me.
3: All, All right. right. Love you. Appreciate. Thank you.
2: All right. Papa, let me Ooh, where are we the going man. now? Yeah. Cattle. We're yeah. going yeah. to cattle. All oh, right. So what you got? In the hitting it. Hot topics. Let me see. N.Y.P.D. adding undercover patrols to combat anti-Asian attacks. I guess this has been going on for a long time, just like folks of color. Uh, we've been going through a lot. I mean, yeah. these topics we're talking about, it just seems like they're intertwining. Um, the New York Police Department will increase outreach and patrols in Asian communities, including the use of undercover officers uh, amid a spike in anti-Asian hate crimes. Really, probably been doing it for a long time. The department is sending undercover officers to the cities. Chinatowns and other areas with significant Asian population in attempt to prevent and disrupt attacks. Uh the undercover officers are being trained oh and will be on the patrol by the end of the weekend, okay. He describes the um complement as a robust team but declined to give a specific number of officers. Um all of whom are Asian descent. Interesting. Ah. Okay. That was smart. The NYPD is also adding two detectives to its hate crime task force, holding community forums in Asian neighborhoods, including Flushing, Queens, and Sunset Park, Brooklyn, and providing businesses and residents with uh, posters and pamphlets printed in um, Mandarin, Korean, and other languages. Hmm. Um, The NYPD has tailed 26 anti-Asian incidents this year including 12 assaults um, compared with eight stemming from misplaced blame for the um, coronavirus pandemic at the same time last year. Uh, among them was a 68-year-old man. He was punched on a subway train, 37-year-old woman assaulted as she headed to an anti-Asian violence protest in Manhattan, and a 54, 54-year-old woman hit in the face with a metal pipe while walking home. Come on now. That's ridiculous. Shooters last week at three well, the, um, three massage businesses in Atlanta uh, have also raised concerns about the violence against Asians. I mean, people have been talking about this for a long time. Now you started to wake up, you know, just like, you know, we had to start protesting with the Black Lives Matter and homeboy kneeling, and now you get it. But this stuff has been going on for a minute. You know, it's just been undercover, and they haven't really done anything. But I have to give kudos to um to the NYPD. They stepping up and finally doing something. That's I mean, good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good what they're doing. Let's just see. Let's just see what's going to happen with that. So, um, like I said, kudos for the um, NYPD. So, let's well, I hope they're the able problem. to make a difference. Yeah, in and random acts of violence. This this stuff needs to stop, and I hope that they're gonna um kind of do the same thing in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. you know they, they I really haven't heard too much more about it. I guess because this other shooting has has come about and it's kind of taken over the TV, but um I haven't heard any more about that though. Yeah, that's the true. Spas, you know, the the guy. But we'll see. I mean, I thought that's that, that's pretty cool. Kudos for NYPD. Yeah, they finally did something right. Yeah, just saying. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, you guys been calling. We appreciate it. 4803-4306. Yeah, and press one. And press, press one. All right. All right. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're coming back on the other side with hidden and quitted headlines on Pajama Party
4: Show. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up, and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company? Or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my road, I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that.
1: All right, welcome back to the Party Money. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with
2: Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the hit it and quit it headlines. Kettle, mm-hmm. you're up first to hit them mm-hmm. and quit them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah make it your work. Uh... Yeah. Me I work All right, come here, Pop. I appreciate all it. Right. I'll, oh, my I'll, take take my, I'll take my story first. Cause, cause the oh, she, just yes. <laughs> yeah, she just
1: got
2: off uh, this right. is,
1: My story consists of the Georgia uh, state uh, Democrat lawmaker that was arrested while trying to watch Governor Kemp with that lame uh, situation they signed off on in Georgia. Now, they're really desperate. And don't think for a minute that Trump is not fronting all this. Don't think for a minute that Trump is not behind all of this okay he is trying to as far as the and, I, and another thing too just on a side note i don't know why they haven't fired that postmaster general that right. trump put in there i don't know what what uh, biden waiting on but this man's trying to you know anytime you're trying to set up something you know how often does that pan out you know what i mean yeah you're trying to uh, what uh, you, you you hate your wife so much you're trying to poison her a little bit at a time or you know what I'm saying all all the stuff you're trying to set up I mean how often does that work you know I mean and good will always win over evil so why would these people be so and and just as the situation on uh, January 6th with the situation at the Capitol how Trump just sat back and watched that happen he just sat back, slap happy watching it go down, held back the National Guard, held back everywhere just to see where it would go, just to show you how ruthless and spineless this man is. I mean, understand, a man's a man of a certain age, so therefore, he's setting his ways all the way around. He's jealous of a lot of things. Barack Obama did eight years. He ain't do before years. You know what I mean? Uh, Barack roasted his ass at that uh that last, uh, what do you call that thing? The, um, the ball
2: with all the oh the um the press what yeah is the that press it's
1: like the, the ball where all the, the press people go press through thing yeah thing Br- Brock jumped in his ass he turned he turned beet red up in there you know but getting to the story all this is tied together anyway this young lady she's the uh, state representative her name is uh, uh, Park Cannon she was arrested Thursday after trying to uh, watch Governor Brian Kemp sign a controversial new law. A new bill into law, and this 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 stuff here was just so so adolescent you know Facebook live video showed cannon knocking on the door to Kemp's office as he was you know signing off this bill called the s b two o two all right a a a sweeping set of restrictions on how ballots are cast in the coming uh, years in in Georgia, what you can't do, you can't give water or food to people in line. Could they expect lines in a black neighborhood so it's a misdemeanor if you bring somebody water in the line or food in the – all this – are you serious? And, 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 you know, I'm just – Crazy. Maybe I'm from up north, you know, West Philly to be pinpointed exact. I just – you know, and I, 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 you know, excuse me, but I just cannot put my big toe on the other side of D.C. when it goes to moving south. I just can't play that I can't go there i just I just can't do the South thing. I just got up north written all over my face. Every white folks I came in contact in my life always looked at me like i'm i'm not the I'm not the one with the sweater tied around my neck. I'm not the one that they can trust. Believe me, they look at me like I'm the threat, you know what I mean, and I don't even have that kind of look. I got nice white teeth, nice smile, you know nice looking brother. But Not damn, they, black they still look at me like I'm a threat. Maybe it's just the West Philly oozing out of my damn pores or something. I don't know. But I just cannot go down south because the shit they tolerate down there is just unreal. I just can't buy it. The shit that the white folks are selling and the shit that the black folks is buying, I just can't fuck with that. Excuse my expression. I just, I just can't. I, you know. It, Forgive me. Anyway, but this has nothing to do with this story, because this is serious stuff here, and, and I commend Georgia for, you know, getting them two Senate seats like they did, which pissed them people off completely. That's why they're doing all this. But they got to understand that life changes every day, you know, and God will heal all wounds. So whatever y'all are trying to do to set up something, why do, why doesn't the white folks speak up in Georgia? Why does it always have to be black people speaking on stuff when I know white people voted for a couple of those senators that won. So why are they being so quiet? They ain't saying nothing about anything. It's always black people that's up there knocking on the doors like this, this uh, state Senator, you know, Park Cannon. But where was her white counterparts that voted for the the new senators up there? What, what they just, they want to be on the right side of white or they live in a suburb next to these crazy asses and they can't really say nothing. It's almost like you got to put a Trump flag on your porch because you live in a damn neighborhood. That's so damn sad. But anyway, in a statement to the post, uh, a spokesperson for the Georgia department of public safety confirmed that the uh, cannon was arrested for obstructing law enforcement and uh, preventing or trying to disrupt an assembly session. Now, like the, mm-hmm like the resurrection wasn't like that over at the Capitol building when they,
3: mm-hmm. when they,
1: when they yeah. shit, they were trying to upset all that, but they didn't take Ooh. them away in handcuffs.
2: They, they wanted
1: to dominate the whole situation. That's
2: right. But on they on. pulled
1: that woman up. Like she was just, they you know, arrested her. they arrested her and he took to her pay out. had
2: her bail to get out.
1: Anyway, what was uh, witnessed witness today? As, as they said, now the, uh, the new gentleman, uh, what's his name? Uh, Raphael, uh, Warnock, Warnock. Warnock yeah. Mm-hmm. He visited Cannon in, in Fulton County jail. And, uh, helped the bailout situation with her and um, spoke to the people saying uh, we have witnessed a day in a desperate attempt to lock out and squeeze the people out of our country's democracy. Warlock said uh, we're going to take this fight to give the people their voice back, a newly signed law, amongst other restrictions imposed. Um, identification uh, requirements for all mail-in ballots and making it a crime for third-party groups, like I said, to hand out food and water to voters that are standing in line. Well, damn, all we got to do, black folks, is bring your own damn food. Bring your own damn water. Just pull a cooler. Are they going to they arrest you for bringing a cooler to the to the line? And then get the kind of cooler that you can sit on and get the kind of cooler that got little holes that you can sit your cup in. You know, the coolers that got the little cup holders on the top of it. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, let's stay logic. Let's stay strong. You know, what I mean, it's it's just. Well, I
2: think that's cool now that they know what to expect. Because this last election, I don't think any of those voters in Georgia anticipated waiting in line for eight hours or more to vote. People showed up thinking, okay, an hour two at the most, three max, and then up there, some of them were up there for like eight, nine, ten hours. Mm-hmm. Or more, so when you don't go to the polls anticipating this is going to be an all day, half the night, yeah, says, folk were just not prepared.
1: But, then, but now though, and like I said, we're gonna we're not gonna to say too long in this story. But when you got Trump still overseeing this guy that runs the post office, he's trying to, and the mail's been horrible lately. I'm sure about on on, sure. on on the show tonight can attest to it. Yep. Man, you mail a letter to somebody over in Delaware they going to get it 10 days later. So he done, he done successfully muffed up the mail system, and so you're trying to muff up this other system. But this is 2021, so we need to get past all that. You know what I mean? We need to not worry about what this poor white trash is trying to put down or trying to stop because we need to get what we can get because we prepared to get it. It doesn't matter what you're going to try to do to stop us. Because, and I'm not talking violent. I'm not talking... Uh, you know uh right. radical anybody talking, talking about nothing radical none of that jazz i was raised by good parents i'm talking about doing shit smart logical common sense beat them at their own game all right you know what i'm saying all right. non-violence well,
2: let's hit them and quit them over to you kevin um this is the crazy story i had in new jersey well again, gave kudos in new york now new jersey doing some crap um Attila's Gym in New Jersey, offering free membership, but to customers who refuse the COVID-19 vaccine. What? Yep. A New Jersey gym um, that has received backlash throughout the coronavirus pandemic is offering a freebie. Anyone who does not receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, the gym initially made headlines last year when they repeatedly defied Governor uh, Phil Murray's um Coronavirus shutdown order, so I guess they stay oh, their they ass open. open. Um, but this uh, gym owner, Ian Smith, I A N Smith, posted on Twitter that the gym will be offering free memberships to anyone who doesn't get the um, vaccine. He after hearing check this out, after hearing about Krispy Kreme's decision to give free donuts to anyone who receives the shot, so he gonna reverse it. Oh my <laughs> you know, God. free memberships. So, in light of the Krispy Kreme giving free donuts and receiving the COVID uh, shot, the gym, we are giving out free memberships to all who don't get vaccinated. This is what he tweeted. We believe in health, the real way, exercise, good diet, plenty of vitamin D, zinc, and environment to, dis- to distress. That's what he's saying in this particular tweet. The gym opened its doors in May 2020, I guess around the pandemic started, Starting a legal battle um, over whether Murphy's or, order for uh, non-essential businesses to remain closed was constitutional. The gym um, was fined more than $130,000 last year Good. for repeatedly defying the governor's order. So he thought he was, quote, unquote, essential. So he wanted to stay his stupid ass open. How in the heck is a gym essential? Come on now. Yeah, come on okay. now. Um, And then it goes on to say that New Jersey now has the third highest positivity rate nationwide and hospitalizations, have topped 2,000 for the first time in a month. Okay. Officials blame variants and virus fatigue. People aren't being as careful with masks and distancing. And while vaccinations are increasing, they haven't been given to enough people to stop the uptick in COVID cases. Um, New Jersey Governor Phil Murray, uh, said he would hold off on lifting more restrictions until it's clear case counts uh are moving in the right direction. So he he, he is being effed up by this stupid ass governor yeah. <laughs> and then his stupid own ideology crap. Um, his name is Ian Smith. Please put him on the kisses. Okay, I put a Tillis Jim, but I'll put him on here. Yeah, the owner. Please put him. He gonna put some tweet out here talking about because of the crispy. Kri- you know what? I- so he's trying to reward people for rebelling against yeah. the vaccine. There you go. Like you can prove that you haven't been vaccinated. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say. Like how, that's, how, how do you, you prove <laughs> you have not? Get that's that's a good point. He's a moron. That's a good point. And he deserves to be taken for a whole lot of free gym membership. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. For his that's stupid it. self. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, I have some good news for a change. Thank you. Kim Janey. I think uh-huh. her name is Janie or Janie, uh-huh. has been sworn in as Boston's first black female mayor uh-huh. ever. Ever, ever. You know how Boston gets down. Yeah, I know, though. Ever. Shout out to Boston. Ever. Kim Janney, I'm going to call it Janney. If I'm mispronouncing it, Miss Janney, I'm very sorry. Kim Janney, who's a former education advocate turned city counselor, raised in Roxbury, who endured Boston's busing era as a child mm. and was a single mother, was sworn in on Wednesday as the city's first black Woman mm-hmm. mayor, go mm-hmm. ahead, Miss Janney. How old is she? You? Um, young. See, I don't know. See if you can check while, while I'm talking about this. Um, it's Kim Janney, J-A-N-E-Y. Okay. The historic okay. ascension arrived on the heels of former Mayor Marty Walsh resignation
0: mm-hmm.
3: to
2: become the U.S. Secretary of Labor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, see, he got a got to bump up, mm-hmm. and then that vacated his Big seat, so Kim. Mm. Right on in. there, you
3: go.
2: so technically she's acting, mm. but she's moving and grooving like All right now I'm the h n i am the All right. Mm-hmm. so mm, mm-hmm. anyway, you know cool, it? Cool. uh it says in the audience that four generations of Jannie's family, wow. including her mom. Phyllis, mm-hmm. under Janie's hand was the family Bible once owned by her maternal grandfather, who was a Baptist preacher.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: She, um, let's see, this is a proud day for the city of Boston and all Bostonians," said Representative Ayanna Presley, who's the first Black woman to represent the state in the U.S. House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she was. It went on to talk about inheriting a city facing the throes of COVID-19 pandemic and longstanding racial and economic disparities, Jannie, oh, she's 55. Okay. 55, vowed to deliver bold, courageous leadership, Mm -hmm. beginning with an unrelenting focus on the once-in-a-century health crisis. Mm -hmm. She pledged to work to make more testing and vaccines available, particularly in communities hit hard by the virus. And what's her role again? She is the mayor.
3: Mayor.
2: Okay. She is in the role of mayor of Boston.
1: That's very nice. Wow. Right. And he was involved, That's impressive. she <laughs> was involved, first of all, in an old busing situation.
2: Yeah.
1: Which people don't realize that mm. when you, and I was bused myself. He was
2: bussed. Mm. I was bused
1: myself in third grade, my first time being bused to a white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that really, that is really your first uh, lesson in, um, you know, uh, learning white folks. mm Exactly. Learn, learn them early. You learn them real early, not even, you know, on purpose by being put in another situation. And you look up and here you are in the middle of this white neighborhood and you're like nine years old.
2: But wow. you know what I've, I've, I've learned that the people that have gone through different things like this, like the busing thing and yeah. this and that, they they are becoming politicians. They're tight. Because they want to change And they've things. seen it yeah. from
1: the very beginning already.
2: it. Felt like. Right. Mm. So it's like, okay, it's, it, I, if I can make a difference. I want to change something. Yeah.
1: So that's
2: pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Kudos to her. Okay. All right. God bless you. Kim Jane. All right. So, we'll, Oh, cocktail. We it's loosen. time for the cocktail. You ready for it? Yeah, we got to loosen up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, lighten it up.
5: It up. We've been, yeah, I'm feeling a little parched in myself.
2: We've been going around the world. We've been world. intertwined for a while. So we're going to loosen up with this, um, the Alley Oop. Alley Oop. In honor of March Madness, this sweet and tangy beverage is great for those that enjoy cocktails with a little sweet pizzazz. Oh. The cocktail combines the sweet smokiness of rye whiskey and ginger syrup, along with refreshing muddling of raspberry and mint. All right. So 1.3 ounces of George Dickel rye whiskey, or whiskey of your choice. Mm-hmm. The George Dickel, he's pretty good. Uh, half an ounce of lemon juice. Uh quarter ounce of ginger syrup, 1 teaspoon of simple syrup, uh, 3 4 ounces of sparkling water, raspberries, and mint leaves. Um, so we're going to add the raspberries and mint leaves to a shaker and muddle together. Um, then add ice along with the whiskey, lemon juice, ginger syrup, and simple syrup. Shake Big Risley, of course. Then add the sparkling soda uh, to top it off, and strain into a coupe or punch glass, and serve. Woo! Sounds pretty good to me. How and that's right, Oop! I'm a whiskey gal, so I'm going to try that out. That oh, does sound tasty. I like that with the raspberries. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, twist. Um, okay, well that's the cocktail of the week, brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment our parent company, right. and we thank you, Kim, for welcome. keeping us informed. You're very welcome. With a tasty welcome. beverage of the week. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh Let's see. Okay. We're <laughs> in here cutting up. Woo! We're going to take a quick uh break. Let's well, see, see. Yeah. <laughs> we going to so take a CC break, and we'll be back on the other side of the break with Papa Diddy. You going to be ready for us, Papa Diddy? I'll be ready. <laughs> okay. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Living Bye. just enough, just enough for the
4: city.
2: Okay, but why are we doing TV Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I was, I was talking
1: about my little uh, one of my segments. segments. One of my segments of uh, living for the city. Join the party. Now, now you ride me. Uh, That's every Friday night at nine. Pajama party. No yeah. clothes
2: allowed.
1: Kettle and red wine. Uh, Step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming
0: in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my
1: turn. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: what oh, okay, it, uh, call. us at 914-803-4306. And press 1.
1: And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject you own. Okay. We're, we're want to hear from you. We're liberal. We're what easy. It's,
3: it's the same
1: Eastern Time, we're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights That's uh, 6 o'clock, 6
3: o'clock West the West
1: Coast, and uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains, or <laughs> in the...
3: Yeah, 7 in the
2: mountains, uh around Michigan, Central.
4: Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, yeah, but 9 o'clock 5. on the East Coast. 9.15, it's 18 ah, ah, time. It's time, 9.15. Ah, ah, don't be late when you listen up. It's at 9 o'clock on
2: the dot. That's
5: right. Every Friday night.
4: We'll see you there. Goodbye. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at Apajonaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you.
1: All right, welcome back to the pajama party. one who's you host Papa am here with Kettle. Hello. And red
2: wine. Bonsoir, darling. All Ooh, right. It's time for What's Poppin' with Papa D. Okay,
1: I tell you what.
2: What's poppin', Papa D?
1: What's poppin'? You know what? You know, the odds are so, so much against us, man. But we have to grim and bear it and understand it, you know, because, uh, you know, it, it's really, really deep. And and don't act like you don't see what's happening because it's happening. You know, if you look back on the different killings of of unarmed black men or just unarmed men of color, you know, let's just and and, and there's too many to name. The circumstances and the situation. I mean, going all the way back to Trayvon Martin, you know, and going back to the the, the, the young kid that was killed by the cops that just rolled up on him little guy, excuse me, forgetting the names and all. And, and then to bring some women in the Tamir mix, Rice. Tamir Rice, and, and then to bring the women in the mix, you know, uh, Sandra Bland, and and everything. I mean, everything. And, and I'm making a point with this because these are people that were killed just a gun going off, and you had no gun to defend yourself, and next thing to you, you laid there as a slab of, of lifeless person. You know, but but it just seems to me that that the white man, and it's mostly been white men, that have killed these black men, and and with uh, with the other young lady who just got killed herself, uh, it just seems they can't kill their own kind. You know, they can put a pull a gun a black man to pull that trigger so fast and then all of a sudden it's the alibi i felt threatened he moved he flexed yada 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 all of a sudden the the whole situation with the whole police force and and mostly they get off because of the fop the fop for the police department is vicious because that union rate is 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 high as hell 150 dollars a paycheck or or a month, and it's you know, wow, my goodness, forty thousand people at one hundred fifty dollars a pop a month. It's a lot of money, a lot of money. So the FOP got to come in and decide the, the police officer every time, no matter what, pressuring the people, uh, pressuring the the uh, everything that goes down. They got to throw the big pressure out. But let me show you some statistics that blow my mind. Now. Now, this is white people now that killed massive people. I'm going to throw a few out there, and we're going to add the numbers up with a big old calculator, okay? Now, let's talk about, first of all, Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh was the one that bombed the federal building in Oklahoma City. That killed 168 people. Of the 168 people, 19 kids were killed in a nursery. All right? Now, let's go to South Carolina, where that gentleman savagely killed nine people in that church, sat down with him like that they was in Bible study with him, and killed nine people. All right? Now, let's go to what just happened in Boulder, Colorado. Ten people. Add ten to the list. Hope you're keeping up with mathematically, okay? Ten people on that one. Now, let's drop down to uh, Aurora, Colorado, back in that movie where he killed eight people. Then you had another eight people killed just recently in Georgia. Okay? Now, if we add this up, we're talking like 168, uh, 178, 88, let's just say 200 people, round number sakes. Now, all of these people were taken away in handcuffs. Okay, and it was, I only talked about one, two, three, four, five, six crimes. Six crimes that killed 200 people. Six white men that killed 200 people total. Not to mention the white guys that killed the kids in the schools. All right? But all these jokers walked away with handcuffs and went to jail and went to some bullshit-ass trial. Like this guy in Boulder, Colorado, and the guy over there in um, in, in Atlanta area that killed from that that uh, spy area, they're going to go to some bullshit trial and act like they got a stone-cold fucking murderer on trial. Are you serious? This motherfucker done went through the supermarket and just shot people at random. I'm going to get the stories of the girl talking about her father, Thank God he walked down the aisle with her. A lady was working in the in the supermarket for 30 years, you know. And it's just, you know, all the stories I'm hearing of happy people doing happy things. This guy wake up pissed off, and then the police chief says, "Oh, he had a bad day. He had a bad day." So, uh, you know, I'm I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is on white folks' mind today. You know, the sad part about it is that they've been fucked up so long and was able to blame black folks for everything they've ever done. They go in and steal shit and blame us. They go and do stupid shit and blame us. We get locked up for 20 years for shit they did. We've just been the victim of their circumstances for years. I mean, years, 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 years before I was even in the strotum sack. Long before that. I mean, people people my father's age that was locked up for some bullshit that you don't even hear about anything we hear about is popular crimes that's why we hear about popular crimes you don't even hear about the the non-popular crimes and the stuff that we dealt with and, and been through they got a they, they got this commercial on TV now this uh soft drink called uh what the hell's the name of that drink i forget the name of it um they they it's, it's, it's at a firehouse and they're putting this this uh this drink in a fire truck and they're spraying a hose on it and the fire chief comes out and says some shit and they, they, they spray him with the hose and it oh that's such and such drink well how the hell can a black man be on a fucking commercial having a fire hose sprayed at him like they were sprayed on people in the fucking 60s how can that soft drink company Ooh. even do some bullshit like that Knowing that we were sprayed, yeah, but You know what it feels like for a four-inch fire hose to be sprayed on your ass? It will knock you off your... Hell, I get pissed off when somebody spray a fucking water hose in the garden at my ass. Mm. Let alone a fucking fire hose with four inches of hard-ass water from a fire hydrant at me. But this company, you'll see it on TV. Uh, Truly, I think it's called. T-R-U-L-Y. Truly a truth or true for something like that. The fireman comes out. Oh, is that truly? Oh, oh, oh. and he spray the hose on him I'm like Negro. Don't you? When you didn't you watch the fucking news thirty years ago? See how we were sprayed with fire hoses and fucking German shepherds? And you got in there to advertise a fucking soft drink of your ass being sprayed by a fire truck? What a fucking. Whew. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm just saying on a nutshell, think about it. Two hundred people killed by six white guys and all these motherfuckers saw the light of day of a trial. When they cold bloodedly killed people. But then all these other black men unarmed that got their heads blown off just because they, you know, scared the shit out of the cop to pull them over. That's all I gotta say about that.
2: Mm. Okay. Hmm. okay. Yep, Stopping the mic, baby. I'm telling you. Yeah, was it a Coke Cola commercial or Seven Up commercial? Not
1: sure. Truly is the name of the drink. That
2: oh, truly. Oh, it's like a. Yeah, a,
1: uh, it's a, one of them soft drinks.
2: Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, yeah,
1: pulled up I don't know, on, a on the internet. Or not? No, I
2: don't it's not a cocktail. It
1: it's a regular soft drink. It's called Truly,
2: okay. and they got
1: a commercial with a. The guys are pointing in the fire truck and spraying the hose, and mm. it just—it just takes me back, you know. I mean, I guess if you were living during that time frame, or or saw the shit on TV, even if I seen it on TV as a ten-year-old, a I remember the shit, you know. And, and and the world remembers it. Yes. And why didn't somebody remind the Joker who was? Promoting and producing that particular situation about something. You know, man, yeah, you so really shouldn't do that, That's
2: not a good reference. That's
1: not a good reference, man. Spike
2: sparkling. Because people uh, do so much great. for
1: money, man. They just, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, it is Spike? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? The people that are doing these, so called commercials now. They're young yuppies.
1: Yeah, but that don't mean they shit. but they don't, know, don't have a clue. Yeah, but you better know your history.
2: They they don't that they don't care. The you better right. know your history. They don't care.
1: But you gotta know your These history. These are
2: young yuppies that that's that's gonna you know, they are trying to make a quote unquote splash into this particular uh uh ad okay. girl, you
1: well, know when I sue the shit out of your ass then Well now. You know, I'm just saying but it, it it it's just like it's just um really, t shirt
2: company that did the monkey thing. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. going to do it, but then you'll apologize. You're going to sell so many, then you're going to come back later yeah. and apologize. Yeah. You a monkey shirt and you put it on a black male child right. and then act like, oh, I didn't realize that was a problem. Yeah, that's
3: not But didn't they um, apologize? They, you know. they
2: went back and put it on, uh, tried to put it on a white female. Yeah. It yeah. It's, it's, it's been done. Okay. All right. We're gonna truly lighten it up because we, we we got to regroup now, we're gonna truly lighten it oh, up. Okay, lighten it up. We're gonna get into this weird news. What you got over there, red one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got one about cinnamon toast crunch cereal. Okay, For those of you who like cinnamon toast crunch cereal, oh. Twitter users are scratching their heads over an LA man's claim that he found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch cereal. And a, a cereal maker explanation was kind of, like, questionable. So the guy's name is Jensen Karp. He's a writer and a producer who contacted the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Twitter account Monday of this week, claiming that he discovered fishy-looking items in his cereal. At first, the cereal social media team apologized and just asked for more information. But then the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Twitter account claimed that what Karp thought was shrimp tails was actually just an accumulation of cinnamon sugar that just looked like the shape of a shrimp tail. It looked like a shrimp tail to me. Yeah, it looked like it to me, it too. Now, Karp, of course, was very skeptical,
3: mm-hmm. so
2: much so that he accused the manufacturer of lying and posted another photo of the pieces of his cereal and said, after further investigation with my own eyes, these are cinnamon coated shrimp tails, you weirdos. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't at all mad until you tried to gaslight me. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. One. He then went on uh, digging deeper into the cereal bag, and it was a two pack that he bought at Costco. Mm-hmm. And he made other discoveries. Oh. His Lord. wife, who's also an actress who discovered what looked like dental floss in another bag of the cereal. What? What? He eventually came to the theory that the box had been infested by a rat that left droppings and other collections. So neither Carb or General Mills, who makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch, had an an immediate response for the comment. Mm. So on Tuesday of this week, Jensen tweeted, that he was making uh he was going to take the the cereal to a lab mm. to be tested for DNA to see if it was really shrimp mm-hmm. so cinnamon toast Crunch put out a statement saying whatever he found mm-hmm. did not occur at their facility
5: mm-hmm. and told
2: any of their customers who encountered similar findings to just reach out to them interesting wow so no. did they uh writers and actors, they might think they're just trying to get some fun and publicity, busy, but he's going as far as going to a lab. Yeah, he said, I'm just going to send it to an independent lab because at one right. point General Mills wanted him to send it to them. Right. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. Right. Because yes. once y'all get your hands right. on it, that's going to be the end and of not it. not like you can copy something. Exactly. He list. said, no, what I'm going to do is send it <laughs> to an independent lab And let them tell me if there's any shrimp DNA in this. Well, what's going to be interesting is if you go any further and try to sue them, they're going to just settle on a court. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But but it did look like shrimp tails. It did. You know, like when you pull the skin off of a shrimp that day. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it did. It really did. It really did. I don't know. I think something was shrimpy in that one. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, uh, telly on that. Okay. Yeah, a little shrimp tail on that. Oh, if um I was just gonna briefly say about gaslighting. If people don't know about the movie Gaslight, you have to see it. It was um Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, it was it was a guy that was trying to make his wife crazy. Um, make her think she was crazy. Right. Yeah. He was trying to get her money. So yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, that was an excellent film. It was, yeah. So Gaslight look that's one of my movie uh uh Movies to see. Yes, I love that film. That was an excellent film. It was. Okay, who's up next? What you got, Papa? Uh, we
1: got uh, Donald Trump's uh, what?
2: His
1: his wax figure was moved in Texas because of punch. <laughs> <laughs> A wax figure <laughs> of uh, former President Donald Trump was removed <laughs> from display at, uh, uh, what is that, Louis, uh, tr- what is it, truce hyper, or Trousseau? Trousseau?
2: Who's that? Oh, the wax shop? Yeah,
1: yeah, Trousseau. Trousseau, Trousseau whatever it is. Trousseau's uh, uh-huh. wax shop in San Antonio, Texas. Right. Uh, because the customers kept punching and scratching it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've always had trouble with the presidential selection because no matter what president it was, Bush, Obama, or Trump, they all uh, have had people beating them. Uh, Clay Stewart, regional manager of uh, Ripley's Entertainment, told the San Antonio Express News that Ripley owns the waxworks. Uh Stewart told the newspaper that uh, the Trump figure was uh, beaten badly enough to leave deep marks in his waxy face uh, necessary to move it to storage. The figure of uh, President uh, Barack Obama lost his ears six times. Former President, pres- former President George Bush figure nose was punched in. Stewart said people are just aggressive about their political parties. Uh, he commented. Ripley's made three Trump figures in 2016 for his various attractions around the nation, saying uh, oh, each one took its
2: uh
1: oh, oh, oh. its spectacle about, about took about six weeks to put it together. So what?
2: Just, so what did they do to Donald Trump again?
1: They just punched the hell out of it and <laughs> dogged it, just that as in real life.
2: It. That <laughs> hurt. That wax yeah well, I guess it's kind of pliable, so they
1: just yeah. punched it enough. They said just as in real life the 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 uh, wax Trump is uh populated about he has about fifty percent popularity, loved by some Ripley visitors said but hated by others. The company said in a news release at the time Ripley's is currently working on wax likeness of uh, president Joe uh, Biden. Mm-hmm. One visitor said in a in a youtube uh video tour that the figures in the Santa museum look maybe 30-40% like the celebrity or famous people mm. that they're trying to mimic and compare the Trump figure to actor uh, Mickey Rourke. Mm, where'd that come from?
2: I think they maybe they should make two at a time just in case things like this <laughs> happen. <laughs> but those other presidents, as you said, were um, you know... They, uh, people have done something to them That's interesting you know? Well I will say that I, I had I saw that story earlier in the week mm-hmm. And I saw that video Where the, somebody was showing some of the wax figures mm-hmm. And if they hadn't told me The names of some of them mm-hmm. I would not have known who they were Oh okay they didn't look like No Some of them the likeness was so bad but Who was doing it they, they must not be good at it then I don't know Apparently that's not, not their, That's not their forte <laughs> No they might want to do something different yeah. in their career because some of those people, it was like, who? Ew. That's supposed to be Lady Gaga? Oh, oh no. that's Madonna? Are you serious? All right, let me get this last weird news in. <laughs> Baby bottle craze sweeps the Gulf Arab states sparks backlash in Dubai. Interesting. Um, cafes across uh, several Gulf Arab states started selling coffee and other cold drinks in baby bottles this mom. Kicking what? off a new trend that has generated excitement and confusion and backlash. Baby bottles. The fad began at oh, Einstein put them on the kissing list. Einstein Cafe. <laughs> a dessert chain with branches across the region from Dubai to Kuwait to uh, Bahrain. Instead of ordinary um, paper cups, the cafe decided to serve as thick, milky drinks in a plastic baby bottle. All the stress and anxiety over the coronavirus pandemic appears to have spurred some to find an outlet in the strange new craze. Lines clogged Einstein stores across the Gulf. People of all ages streamed into sidewalks waiting for their chance to suck coffee and juice from a plastic bottle. (laughs)
0: These people.
2: <laughs> Some patrons even brought uh, their own baby bottles to other cafes, pleading with oh bewildered baristas to fill them up. Soon, however, online, haters took note. Last week, the anger reached the highest levels of government. What? Dubai authorities cracked down. Inspection teams burst in the cafes where the trend had taken off and handed out fines. They said... "Quote unquote, such indiscriminate use of baby bottles is not only against local culture and traditions, but using your own bottles could spread coronavirus." Now, I, I give them that. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> backlash cross. I mean, you know, to me that was the distortion that never accepted something like that. Backlash also came from Kuwait, where the government temporarily shut down Einstein Cafe, and um, from Bahrain, where the Ministry of Commerce sent police armed with live cameras in cafes and warned all dining establishments that serving drinks and feeding bottles violates its Bahraini, Bahraini customs and traditions. Mm. They urge citizens to report baby bottle sightings to the Consumer Protection Authority Hotline. Oh, my goodness. So if you see any baby bottles in Dubai and these other countries, Please report them to the Consumer Protection Authority. I don't even know what to say about that. Why would you want to drink coffee out of a huh. baby bottle? I'm going to drink on them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. And then you stand standing in line because that's a new craze. Yeah, they're lining up to get it. But you know what? That's funny we're talking about this because there was a craze where people were sucking um, pacifiers and it was candy. Remember? That was a big craze. Oh, I do remember those. I mean, that's candy. Are you serious? It's shape Well, yeah, I guess that's weird too. Grown people sucking on. The oh outside. gosh, that's candy, but you know, it must be Corona related. Maybe people are just trying to get <coughs> comfort. <laughs> you know, they're feeling like, oh my God, Corona. I Ooh. need comfort. I want to go back to my childhood. I I don't know. That's mm. I'm trying to find some kind of logic. No. Anyway, anyway. we're gonna think about this while we take this break and we're coming back what I'm just saying on the other side of the break
4: it's the Pajama Party Show we'll be right back this is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio the Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com the views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you so pick up the phone and dial 914 803-4306, that's 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com. And click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of The Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling.
1: Hi, right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One Hills Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir.
1: Next up, we have uh, Red Wine with uh, I'm Just Saying.
2: Okay. Well, tonight I'm just saying Jim Crow is at it again. Let me talk about Jim Crow. Here it is, 2021, and we all want to believe that everybody is free and equal, but that would be a dream because Jim Crow is still alive and kicking, unfortunately. And he's really kicking up his heels down in Georgia. Now, as we talked about earlier, Georgia just passed a law to not only limit voter registration in communities of color, but now they've made it against the law to give the voters food and water while they stand in line for Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. How crazy and inhumane is that? President Biden, in a press conference, I think it was today, said that it was just sick. And I have to agree, this is sick. I'm just saying, old Jim Crow never died. He just put on a new suit, clean himself up. These Republicans are clearly running scared. Big time. That much is obvious. But if they think that they're going to limit the ease of voting, that that's going to stop black folks from exercising their right to participate in the political process, they got another thing coming. That just shows their level of stupidity right there if Jim Crow had any sense at all he would know that black people have fought and lost their lives in some instances just for the right to be able to vote even if the ones who lost their lives weren't able to cast their vote it was for the benefit of their uh, children and and their future generations to be able to have the right to vote what makes you think That withholding water Or food Is going to stop us from voting Y'all are tripping Jim Crow thinks that he's going to make it harder To vote and that that's going to Discourage people He thinks that if we got to wait in line For eight or more hours to vote Like what happened down in Georgia The last election That people are going to just get discouraged And turn back and go home That again proves just how stupid Jim Crow is when people stood in those lines in Georgia, like I said, last election, over eight, some in, in some cases ten, and eleven hours, people just out of concern brought people water. They brought snacks. People came out with uh, portable cell phone chargers because they figured people been out here using their phone. Your phone is dying or dead. So people were bringing out cell phone charges just to help. Now, these crazy Republicans think you're going to outlaw being sensitive and compassionate? So are we now saying compassion is illegal? What is wrong with you people? Mm -hmm. But you think that that's going to stop not just black people, but Democrats or people who just want to vote? You think that's going to stop people? Y'all must be on some of that good good because what you don't understand is that people are going to exercise their right to vote because that is our right. And you're not going to take it because you keep getting together with your good old boys coming up with some bullcrap legislation thinking, oh, take away the drop box and take away the ability to vote early and take away the mail-in vote and let's restrict times and all of this stuff you think. But, duh, Jim Crow is so moronic, he doesn't understand that it's not just Democrats who voted early. Your boy Trump voted by mail. So can you just wake up and realize this is not a Democratic thing? It's an American thing. So all of this effort that you're doing, you're wasting your time and energy, you dumbass Jim Crow. Just because you put on a new suit and exchanged the suit for the overalls you used to wear back in the, what, 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it's still the same old stupid Jim Crow. You're still a moron. But I'm just saying of all the low-down, dirty, nasty things Jim Crow has done over the years this has got to be the lowest I think Jim Crow must not pay attention to history because if he did he would know how resilient and determined that we black folks can be Mm -hmm. so all your little new Jim Crow tricks you're trying it might slow us down but you're not going to stop us and all your little tricks will not succeed Mm -hmm. this is red wine and I'm just saying Jim Crow's at it again with his stupid self and it's not gonna work. Big dummy. Uh, uh. Oh. That was a good one. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. all oh, <laughs> Jim Crow. The all the way live tonight. Jim Crow on the kids at this. All of you live tonight. Big dummy. I mean how stupid is this? Yes. You spending all this time, effort and energy probably cost mm-hmm. to come up with all these little dumb laws that you passing, Yeah, bunch of Trump white men in a office all signing a little Trump bill. is
1: running all of it. Believe me, Trump is running every bit Ooh, of it. Oh, that's crazy. Don't think he's not. They ain't that smart.
2: Oh, no, that's stupid. They're being hey.
1: led. They're being led.
2: Well, let's transition to living for the city. You ready, Papa D? Yeah. 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 All right, go for it. Can we break it down again? Watch
1: out now. I'm just saying that everybody should just be aware of what's happening, you know, because it's pretty obvious, and um, you ain't got to overthink it. Don't, don't you know, when all else is losing their head around you, you need to be cool. Don't overthink it, you know, because these jokers that are doing all this stuff, you know, like, like the saying goes, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Mm-hmm. You know, if you keep smiling, you'd be surprised how people that's got to project that angry look look at you like you're crazy, like, damn, we trying to fuck y'all all up. What the hell are y'all smiling about? They hate that. As old folks say, kill 'em with kindness. Mm-hmm. Kill them with kindness. They hate that. I I love it when I see somebody, like, in the, in the job market and everything, a, a joker that don't like me, I just... Smile at them like a, as old folks say, like a chess cat. <laughs> I smile like a Chessie cat. You know, now nah, I right, get it. Y'all have a nice day. Knowing deep down inside, they hate my guts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I say, have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Have a good weekend. And I say it with authority because I know my ass gonna have a great weekend.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How you gonna spend your weekend being pissed off at me and just being so? You, you know, I just think that in society nowadays you cannot be worried about too much stuff. There's not a lot of things you got to worry about. You know, your health is number one. Your health and your well-being, those are the number one, number one and number two things you need to be holding on to and your loved ones around you. Those are the three aspects of life. Everything else is bullshit. Everything else, you can fake it. But if you're going to put all the negative crap out front, like when they closed the door and arrested that young lady in Georgia, like they did, and and being she's a state senator, how many times she didn't walk through that door? Mm-hmm. I mean, she ain't come off the streets. Mm-hmm. She's a state senator. That's where she work. Mm-hmm. How you gonna take me from my? How you gonna take me in handcuffs from my job? Mm-hmm. That state police don't yeah. work in that building. I work in that building. Mm-hmm. You took me in handcuffs out of a job I worked in. I may have stood there in the background and yelled and screamed or whatever, but you're just going to box me out like you got something secretly going on. It was on CNN. So it was everywhere. It wasn't like we weren't missing nothing. But the sign that in, I'm telling you right now, Look at the big fish. Look who's behind this. I'm telling you right now. Not, not, I'm not going to elaborate on any more. Don't you think that Trump is not being influential around the world these days? And he, and you know what's so sad is that when you think the person that you're following has your interests at in heart, when they're pissed off at something totally different, mm. you know what I mean? Trump yeah. is pissed off at Barack. Everything black. Everything that's got to do with, you know, him being taken out of that office, he know he lost that election, but he was so damn embarrassed with it that it pissed him off. He was embarrassed. Trump wanted to come back and do another four years and just kind of start being like he was nicer and, and more, you know, this and that. But he didn't get a chance. He did not get a chance to open up and be who he really wanted to be. And he went out like a sucker. He told everybody, ah, they took the election, took the election. Talking, and then he's got these people making contributions to his foundation. Mm. So now you're supporting people bailing out of people out of jail, acting like you're so sacred. <clears throat> the people that get locked up for this and that, or during the Capitol thing, he's supporting all that. Mm. He's support every person in that situation that's that's going on trial for whatever. They got great lawyers, great lawyers, because even uh, what's this guy, Chris Cormo on CNN was talking to a couple of lawyers that was defending some people from uh, January 6th. Mm -hmm. And he knew these lawyers because he was in law school with them. He said, you guys were almost the top in the class. Why are you all defending somebody like that? Mm -hmm. And the guy said, well, you know, if they got money, we're going to defend them. Mm -hmm. They got – Trump is furnishing this stuff by the people that are contributing money to him. So he's paying for their defense with their own money. He's got them going around like a whirly world because he knows they ain't nothing but some ignorant white folks. Trump Trump knows ignorance when he sees it, whether it's black, white, Chinese, whatever. But you know what? This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to end it with this. Trump talks all this immigration stuff. Let's take a look at Trump's first wife.
0: Uh-oh.
1: All right? Remember her? hmm What was her name? Uh, Ivana. Ivana. Okay. Something like that. Ugly as a box of rocks. There wasn't nothing to trash about her, in my opinion. But she was straight foreign. Straight mm. foreign. You got the nerve to be separating babies from the kids. Where the hell did your foreign-ass wife first come from? And now look at your current wife. You are rolling in foreign motherfuckers. You got the nerve. Talk about the borders and all this shit, you surrounded by a bunch of no English speaking mom <laughs> Are you serious? Your first wife and your current wife are they neither one of them know the twenty six letters of the fucking alphabet. Uh oh I'ma leave it at that. I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay now. Take it any way you want to. Come on. Now. Ooh.
2: Ooh. All right.
1: I'm leaving it at that. Well, we
2: going hard tonight. I'm mm. leaving it at that. Mm. Okay. Your first
1: wife and your last wife, foreign <laughs> as hell.
2: Foreigners. Foreigners. you're talking
1: all this shit about the borders.
2: Like You know they're foreign shit. when you when say foreign. When the hell did they come
1: across the burners. border?
2: I think I'm going to drink to them. When okay. they come across the border? Shot, shut, shut. shut will drink the dots to the ferners. When right, they come the across the ferners.
1: When they come right. they smocks on? They ain't even had going to have
2: uh, no... I'm going to have no with the Hollywood wrap-up after this.
1: <laughs> Came over with smocks and no drawers, the two of them. Woo! Now they filthy, dirty, rich. But they stinking for JJ's. Oh, no. Anyway. Him. Let's go to Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. Come on, come on. Oh, we're going. Let's go. Hey.
2: All right. (laughs) Okay. Let's go. We're going to get something good out of this. Um, Actor John Cryer and his uh, wife, Lisa Joyner. John Cryer. John Cryer. Uh, Two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With the challenges facing so many people in L.A. due to the financial and housing insecurities um, because of the COVID-19, some stars are putting in the effort to make a difference, which is John Quire and his wife. The couple joined um, uh, with Matt Cohen for a tour of a growing tiny home community in North Hollywood, which is being built and developed as a way to provide a residence for those who have been living on this street. So this is a temporary shelter. It's an eight-by-eight. It holds two people. Um, The shelter has air conditioning, um, heating, fire extinguisher, electrical outlets, um, all the amenities of a a little home.
3: Hmm.
2: And um, the structure costs around $8,500 to build, and currently um, different stars are donating money. Um, Like Lex Luthor from Supergirl donated $30,000. Um, some other people have donated quite a bit. But um, I say kudos to them. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So he's building more. He said um, he's building about two more phases. So I guess if, you know, you guys want to give, just, just look him up, John Cryer. Yep. So. Um, also, unfortunately, we, we lost Jessica Walter. She um was on Arrested Development. She was on Archer. Um she died. She was eighty years old. Um, the lady we probably know, but youngins out there probably don't know, played Misty for me. She um played in that particular movie with um what is the guy? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, right. Clint Eastwood. Um he was a radio radio personality and she was a deranged uh female um interested in him but uh yeah. Um, she played in different things like Flipper, Ben Casey, um she played with uh Gene uh Warren Beatty, um Jean Hackman. Um she was on the Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh spinoff. Um murder she wrote. Uh, she won an Emmy in 75 as lead actress in a special program for a role in San Francisco's first female chief of detectives on NBC miniseries, Amy Prentice. Never heard of that, but... Mm-hmm. Hey. I don't remember that one. She had been nominated for three more times, ABC series San Francisco, uh, Trapper John. I remember Trapper John.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. So she did quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Okay. And also you're probably not familiar with him, he was seventy one. Richard Gillen. He was a veteran actor in designing women. That was one of my favorite shows. Also thirty something, he played in that too. Um, the Medical Center. I remember designing women. Marcus <laughs> wellbe It was a it was a white guy that played. It was a white guy, blonde hair. He played in mm-hmm. the medical center, McMillan um, Wife, Marcus Welby, St. Elsewhere.
3: Ooh,
2: that um goes back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mom, it, it is. is. That's what? what I'm saying. It's, it's taking it's me back. Elsewhere. That's How old was back. he? Um, he was 71. Wow. Yeah. So. I must have been a kid on some Probably so. Saint
1: Marcus Welby goes back. Ooh.
2: Yeah, that goes way back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay Also um, Nicole Kidman And Tom Cruise's son Is in the news He's 26 mm-hmm. 26? hmm He's in the, um, the Food industry Becomes an IG influencer With new barbecue accounts. Hey man What'd um, they do Go buy a son? Yeah he, he's, how they got a 26-year-old son? Adopted. Connor Cruz is now a meat food. Oh. Tom mm-hmm. Cruz and Nicole Kidman only son has decided to use his barbecue skills to become an Instagram food influencer. Hmm. Um, his hidden talents. Um, yeah. The former DJ, because he used to DJ, turned fisherman, made the announcement on March 24th showing a photo of a covered area in a suburban backyard with a large tiger pellet grill. So he's rocking and rolling.
5: Who knows, okay. he
2: might be, you know, start being on the food channel. <laughs> okay. Knows? I was just thinking they haven't been together that long. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, that was a child they adopted or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: His mother's rich and his daddy's good looking. Hey,
2: there you yeah, go. That's yeah. a good combination. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's African American. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's out there doing his thing. He's out there on the grill fishing, doing this. Hey, like you said, he got some rich parents, so yes, he um, does. yes he does. You know, he go does. out there and do the things you really want to do. That's legal,
1: legal parents, it. legal
2: parents. Right? Yeah, yeah he, y- carries y- the, the life. he carries the he carries last name Cruz, so mm-hmm. hey, he's in there, now. Live your life. Yeah, it's interesting. He I wonder said, does y- he y- does he um
1: I was four years old affiliate
2: himself with Tom Cruise's daughter? You know, who knows? That's a good question. Um, the big story is Sharon Osbourne quits the talk after two weeks after the Pierce Bronson um, fiasco, claiming she was blindsided. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's 68. I don't know why she's that old. Has quit the talk. The news was announced by CBS1, which was today, and a statement following two weeks of investigation after an uncomfortable race discussion. Between the OG Talk panelists and fellow host Cheryl Underwood, um, Sharon Osborne has decided to leave the talk. She decided to leave. The events of the March 10 broadcast were upsetting to everyone involved, including the audience watching at home. As part of our review, we concluded that Sharon's behavior toward her co-host during the March 10th episode did not align with our values for respectful play. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, donkey. Yeah. See
0: ya. Yep.
2: Um, CBS also shot down Sharon's claim that she was quote unquote blindsided by producers. She said, um, they had um given um her co host cue cards of questions to ask um the feisty Brit about her pal Pierce Morgan. Claims that uh he didn't believe the Megan Marco, um, you know, the whole Oprah Winfrey interview. Uh, we also did not find any evidence that CVS executives orchestrated the discussion or blindsided any of the hosts. Interesting. Yeah, okay. So, and she was the longest. She was the um, host that was on there the longest. The um, eleven or twelve seasons they had been on. So that was interesting. Yeah, okay. Yep. But they, like like uh, Papa Dee said, they had been dropping like flies. So, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I think I think they really need to probably revamp the talk or we'll just, mm-hmm. yeah, or just pull the plug, right? Because I just um, think
1: old girl, uh, what's her name? Uh, black sure. girl, uh, uh, no.
2: Cheryl Underwood.
1: Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, I think I just yeah. think Cheryl Underwood needs to get a uh, no disrespect gig. to her. No, she just needs to get a uh, 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 what do you call the people to
2: dress a lawyer? you lawyer. Um, no dresser. I mean, the one that dress you, stylish. Oh, they, okay, that's, that, that's a whole nother, stuff needs, a whole nother. Is, Okay, let, let let me finish with my my Hollywood, she needs and a you stylish. can get into that. Um, talking about birthdays today, Diana Ross. Um, She was born March 26, nineteen forty four. Um, also, speaking of the house, Nancy Pelosi. Actor James Kahn, Elton John, he was born the 25th, Aretha Franklin.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
2: why these uh, movies and stuff have been coming on Aretha Franklin. Um, Catherine McPhee, remember? Um, yeah, I remember her. Right. She he married, uh, what's his name? Odie But Goody. Uh, husband David Foster. Yeah, David Foster. Yeah, she's like 20-something. He's like 71. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they got a one-year-old son, so I ain't know. Right. still working. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. She fell in that yeah. one. That's it. That's he's a he famous is so dude. So she awesome.
1: knows. Okay. She knows he's famous. <laughs> uh, he was okay. He
3: yeah, okay. he is. All
2: right. Well, so, uh, oh, right. let's hit the kiss it list. list. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. all right, Papa Quickly, what is <laughs> the kiss it list?
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> a conglomerate of people that we put together that have showed their butt, hiney. And uh, we um, put them together like uh, train cars.
2: Okay. So who we got on the on the list this week?
1: We got uh, the people, the the Republican governor governorship in Georgia.
2: Yeah, definitely. They
1: went behind governor the closed Kemp. doors and just like act like they're gonna put all these childish rules against black. This, like I said earlier, this is how they see us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how they see us. Yeah. So we got Governor Kemp ah, yeah, yeah. and all his people. Okay. Um, Who else we got? I'm gonna put Sharon Osborne on there. I'm good with oh, that. Yes, that's just nice. the right pickety Jack. She's done did. Mm-hmm. And that comedian, what's her name? don't
1: comedian. On, on, on the
2: on the on the talk. Hmm.
1: That's
2: that's that's Cheryl your Cheryl that's Sherwood. Sherwood and Oh she my there. goodness. That's she a needs, whole nother not problem. I'm not, I'm not putting
1: okay. her on it, but she needs a she needs a
2: Okay, salad. all right. What okay. Who's next? Who we else? We got Ian Smith from Attilas Gym that's giving people free memberships if they don't get the vaccine. Yeah, that's a nut. We got Einstein Cafe for the baby bottle craze. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we got Jim Crow 2.0 <sighs> on the kiss kissing list. Who else you got over there, Papa Diddy? I got um. I think we had a few other people we need to get in Let's
1: see. before
2: we run out of time. All before.
1: right, let me read the teleprompter here. Trump advisor uh, Jason Miller, he signed a secret deal to hide a $500,000 income at a uh, Washington uh, PR firm in a child support case, claiming in court that they uh, couldn't pay up uh, because he had lost his job.
4: You liar.
1: The Trump campaign paid Miller through an undercover LLC, yeah, see what I'm saying? Trump is mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. all this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. But he's paying these people off yeah. and Fine. doing business and with Kushner their own money. Kushner
4: signed off on it. Oh, Harry Kushner. Kushner, Kushner.
2: So
1: Kushner has a ton on the of money. Kiss
2: it list too. Who Kushner else has buy? a ton of money. Who
1: Who to uh, Ted Cruz, of course. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, Ted. That Murray. fat bastard and he needs a beard trim. He's a mess. <laughs>
3: yeah, he he's just a
1: mess. He refused uh, to wear a mask when interviewed by reporters, lying when he claimed he was following DVC guidelines. He's up here yelling and arguing like he's, like he's yeah. back. He didn't have no mischief junk. Uh, You got Dr. Uh, Anish Ahmad, the retired COO and CFO of uh, Laredo Hospital in Chicago for setting up vaccine centers in Trump's uh, Tower, Chicago, where he gave priority to people not in the priority group. He happened to live there also. He's
2: vaccinating people in Trump Tower in Chicago that were not on the list. Well yeah. in next to the place where you don't it. Trump. Exactly. And home. he lives there. Yeah, he does I'm done. like, dude, you need it to retire. what we retire. got well, Is that everybody? Yeah,
3: that's uh, Okay, as, uh, we
2: got a special gift for all of those award winners. And kiss here it is. My in. My
3: head. Kiss my
2: Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish
3: ass This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. You can
1: jump. Welcome back to Bajan I'm Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. All right. Time for the last word. Good. We last got it word. in. We got it done. All
1: right.
2: Boom. What's your last word, Papa? My
1: last word is to just just be careful out Good. here. Get your shot. Get your COVID shot. You know, get on all kind of, the, put in for three or four uh, registrations to get your shot. I got my first one. I'm due to get my second one here in a couple of weeks. I got the... Uh, what do you call it, the first one? First, uh, Pfizer? Oh, you
2: got Pfizer? Yeah, I got
1: Pfizer, yeah. That's the one. That's the real deal, Holyfield.
2: Okay. Anyway. <laughs> all right, what's your last word, Cal? Um, I think nowadays we need to have some values in our life, some spookles, and some kind of structure. You know, people are just all over the MF place. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't touch too much, but yeah, you're right. we're just all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. you, you got to figure out what's important for you. That's right. If it's, um, you know, taking the time to get your inner self together and then get your outer self together, I I, I think that's Mm -hmm. important. Um, Fall back sometimes. It's it's, it's a lot of mental health out here. It's been here, but now it just has come to the forefront, and, you know, we we need to address it. That's true. That's my last word. Okay. Well, my last word is... Don't be fooled by Jim Crow 2.0. It's still the same Jim Crow. He just changed his outfit. But the tactics are the same. The outcomes are the same. The tricks are the same. So don't be deceived. Don't fall for it. It's the same old crap warmed up and reserved. Don't don't fall for it. We got to stand strong with Georgia and the other states that are going through all of this crap that they're trying to suppress the vote. We're not going to let this happen. That's my last word. Shout out to the listeners, everybody hanging with us tonight. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the callers, too. From the East Coast to the West, from the North to the South, we got you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say one last note. Uh, Papa had touched on it like, you know, these white folks out here stand up sometimes.
3: Yeah. We need a
2: little help sometimes Because yeah. most of the time we do But you know I scared, know there's people that see But yeah. you know I imagine yeah. we're the minority right. We
1: know that they're I, not for everything That them other jokers are for right, I know they're I, not But
2: I have to say that when Black Lives came about I went down into the plaza And I had never seen so many white folks in my life But I appreciate y'all out there yeah,
1: and help, Supporting they, us
2: you know, at, at least that's a start. I mean, you but know. They're like so, silent
1: partners. Yeah. They need to speak up.
2: Yeah. I,
1: I guess, but, you know, they live out in the same neighborhood, so you know how that is. Yeah, well. You know what I mean?
2: Let's be consistent. The neighbor,
1: the neighbors got all kind of guns and shit. Well, like I
2: said, it's consistency. This is not like a one-time thing where you say, well, I, I gave a donation. I went right. to a rally. Oh, I have some black so, friends. Right. That, I did my, my part. Right. Like, no, that, this the this is struggle big. is continual. Right. That's what happened with Sharon Osborne. I give to the black community. I got black friends. Oh,
5: please. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the freak Well,
5: she that's been why calling you that that on crazy ass drug head.
1: So, by
2: Sharon Felicia. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: She <laughs> yeah. put that red wig on and thought she was 20 years younger. She's still old oh, as well, dirt. Oh, really
2: yeah. well, she thought that she was untouchable. Oh, I'm sure she did. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now she, but you know what? It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Is she going to cry wolf? And try to sue CBS or what? Now, I think but they gave her I think they her gave her severance. Mm-hmm. I think they
1: gave her severance going out. Mm-hmm. They probably should look take two million. I mean see, they don't Well they CBS
2: encourage her to just resign and walk away. A,
1: CBS has a ton of money. Uh, yeah. Millions say? mean nothing to them anyway.
2: All right. Well let's say but, good night uh, and get on out of here. And uh, right. we'll get together and do it again next Friday night. So we'll be here. Hope you all will, too. Yeah. Good
1: night, everybody. It
2: was
1: fun. Underwood. Cheryl Underwood, get you a. Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: boy. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Say good night, Papa Dee. Cheryl Underwood, get you, Cheryl get you
1: a stylist and get you a
2: beautician. Oh,
1: do something oh. with that hair, girl.
2: Say good oh. night, cattle. Good night. Say good night, Papa. That's Good, me up. good night, bonsoir From the Pajama Party Show <laughs> Good night Next shutdown sequence
0: Is it all over,
2: Rock? I guess so
0: I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara And all that sort of cheers
5: Well, when I say when you gotta go You gotta go
1: Well,
5: good night
2: I regret to announce This is the end I'm going now Good
5: night and good luck
2: was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss
5: and say goodnight. Goodnight. Goodnight.
0: Thank you. Oh, Goodbye wh- now. <laughs> Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Thank you. Goodbye.
5: Thank you for attending our show. And goodnight. Put good the
0: party, potty. Grown as that day. Grown as that day. Put the party, Party cool. Keep it real for you. No, no, no. Put no. the summer party, Grown as that day. Good summer party Party but keep it real for you No clothes in there Good summer party Growing a bad day Growing a party Good summer party Party cool, keep it you